Welcome to the Mammoth Games cast for the week of February 11th. I am one of your hosts, Night Swarm, and with me, as always, Filtercord. Hey, how's it going? You know, it's going, man. Uh, what about you? I've heard some good things in progress from Dragon Age. Finally got through. Um, so I've now played all three Dragon Age games. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, completionist run, not necessarily 100% or anything, but, you know... Played through all content, cleaned out all the, you know, every zone, every map, whatever. Sure. Completed every quest. Um, nice. And, you know, a couple of those were new to me. Like, uh, apparently I had done, um, in Inquisition specifically, I had done the Descent before, which is where you go into the deep roads and you're kind of uncovering, like, an ancient uh, creature or something. Um, mm-hmm. So, the things I had not done were uh, the Jaws of Hakon DLC with the Avar Barbarians in the south. And uh, this final DLC that's kind of the conclusion of Dragon Age Origins, or uh, sorry, Dragon Age Inquisition, which is uh, Trespasser. Um, This is what the video is if you're watching this live. So, um, Trespasser was amazing. Like, I had, like I said, I've never done this content. I had not really ever looked into it because I always knew I wanted to do it. I just Mm -hmm. never... You know, you it's never did. You have to play it at the very end of the game. Like, it's not something that you can pick up early and do. Like, it only appears when you've completed Inquisition. And then when you start it, it kills the game. So, like, when you beat Inquisition normally, the story, you can continue to do most of the quests, aside from a few things. Mm-hmm. Um, when you start the Trespasser DLC, it, it permanently locks off the rest of the game. Damn. So I had just never been in a position where I had a game that was ready to go right, that I was right. invested in and that I had made the choices leading into the DLC that I wanted, you know? Sure. So um, it was really good. It gives me a lot of hope for what we're going to see in the future. Um, it's got some really good teases as to what is kind of coming up in the future mm-hmm. for Dragon Age. And um, it, I think it's going to roll into the fourth game. Uh, really nicely so hell yeah cool Whew, had a good run <clears throat> yeah so um like how many times have you went through inquisition like all together inquisition i've beaten the main story i guess this was either my third or my fourth time oh, okay um, so you've, you've pretty much experienced everything like because usually in a dragon age game um, i didn't go through and beat all of inquisition i i don't know yeah. maybe i did I can't well, remember. I mean, the, the mainline story is relatively easy to crank through as long as you're, like, level appropriate. Yeah. So um, I just remember, like, key things from the yeah. game. Like, I don't yeah. remember everything that happened. So I had a playthrough of every different um, class. Okay. Uh, which definitely changes. I mean, you know. And you swap those decisions, like, that... Right, like were there those decisions that were like choose A or you know group yeah, A? Yeah, choose. B. Are you are you going to get the Templars to join you, or are you going to get the Mages to join mages. you? You're and right, then right. are you going to, you know, kind of hold them prisoner because their order has faltered, or are you going to let them be free and equal partners? Um, you know, X Y Z. Right. So, um, you know, I'm I'm definitely uh, satisfied with it. I think I'm probably done with inquisition forever just because it's so like girthy they really went at inquisition hard when they made Mm -hmm. it i mean like it's kind of interesting i think the time that it came out you know um 
I was really getting into like the the like busy part of my uh, master's program. Yeah, that lines so up. So I think that maybe it was just not the right time for me to get into the game because going back and playing it now, I, I liked it. I liked this playthrough more than I've liked any other playthrough I did. Okay, which is weird. You would think the game would be the best. Not necessarily when it's brand new, because, you know, there's bugs you have to deal with. There's, yeah. you know, different problems. And, you, of course, you want all the DLC so you can play the full, complete game or whatever. But, like, you know, it... Um, I don't know. You would expect the game to be at its peak, like, a year after it came out. And yeah. I, I just... Yeah. It was never the right time for me to play it at any of those times. And then now, I'm like, holy shit, this is it. Like... Um, this is my time to, you know, I, I had a little stretch of time off recently. I've been putting basically just weekend days into it or days when I didn't have anything going on, um, outside of work, you know? So, uh, yeah, it's all together. It was almost 120 hours to pretty much hundred percent. The game It was like 99% the game. So what, what did you miss? Like what's the... Um, I mean, like, I obviously didn't, like, play through on Nightmare difficulty, so I missed out on a few, oh, okay. like, yeah, yeah. Uh, trophies or achievements or whatever. Um, there was a couple things where it was like, I beat everything in a map, but it was like, oh, there's one more landmark, but I did every mission and I did every collection, like, it's not like that one extra thing that gives me 20 experience is going to change the game. So I'm like, I'm not, I don't bother to go walk around and dig my way to that. I just don't give a shit. Sure. So, there's just a couple of little things like that. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so, after that, I imagined, um, finally. I imagined you just jumped finally just directly yes. over to uh, <clears throat> Kingdom Hearts, right? Yeah. Um, so, uh, and I know, I think we're going to show some of, like, uh, some of your Twitch stream of you playing uh, mm -hmm. Kingdom Hearts. Um. But yeah, so I, I finally just barely dipped a half a knuckle of a toe in, right? right. Um, so I got to... Uh, I have not yet... Basically, the first level... This is not spoiling, because we've seen this. Um, the very first level is Olympus, and the, I guess, conclusion... I, I don't know if it's a conclusion, but um, that big fight with the like Rock Titan when you're on the fucking steam-powered railroad or whatever. Right, right. So... Um, you know, I, I've not yet started the Rock Titan fight, but I've uh, kind of worked my way up to um, that direction. Um, I don't like the game is really good, and we were kind of talking about this before the show. Um, I really like it, it's it's easily the best feeling Kingdom Hearts game. Yeah, the um, the controls are better than ever. The movement's amazing. It feels really good. Um, there's a lot of things about it that I like a lot. The graphics are amazing. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it, it, I was kind of saying, like, this solidifies, which every time I, I feel like I say this every Square Enix game that comes out, but it really solidifies that Square Enix is, like, mastered making shit just look amazing. Like, when you see the textures uh, or, like, fabrics, like, Hercules... Uh, yeah. Uh, his when you like zoom in and look at his like leather like armor he's wearing, it's so detailed. Okay, you can see like almost like the 
cells of the like yeah. leather. Yeah, when it zooms in on Donald on his hat, you can see the the fabric, the woven fabric. And there's like and little frayed really like like not strings. It's not like string, but the frayed cloth fabric. You can see like little pieces sticking up and static and shit. Yeah. It's amazing. And that's the power of things that that's the power of um uh like procedural based um yeah, like generating like you just yeah, tell like, the system like the hey proce- this is cool yeah the the, the, cool. the the procedural um textures that they're creating in mm. programs like we talked about i think it was last week we talked about substance painter this is what substance painter does right they it creates those it, it creates rust on metal where it would just normally be a flat surface right so yeah, it's it's fantastic, and these guys. I don't know if they're using you know that or they're using like a, you know, probably their own in-house thing. I, I'm not sure. Yeah. I, I, I have no idea how it goes to, uh, um, like create something like that. But it's it's nuts, and it's mm-hmm. really good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but and then the it, it's so it does those things extremely well, like not just not just well, but very well. Um, and then there's little things that it just, it, it's like a direction thing. Mm-hmm. And by that, I mean like a visual director, not necessarily game direction. I have to get a lot further in before I can talk about that. Sure. But, um, like, like animation direction, like scene direction. I mean, uh, you know, just to talk about the very first level here. I mean, the, literally the first, um, you know, like movement and attacking and like gameplay that you have. Uh, so again, this is not spoiling. Um, you know, you're talking to Hercules, and it'll like so there'll be a cutscene that's like a five minute cutscene, and then yeah. you walk literally five feet, and it starts another cutscene, and then that one ends. So then you walk to the end of this little hallway in a level, another cutscene, and it's like just get hit me with all of them in one, because I do I like that structure of um, you know the kind of anti Half Life structure of okay this is gameplay. This is storytelling. They're two separate things. You're not moving the camera around when you're watching a cutscene. It's a different thing. Yeah, I mean, these guys have always been, you know, mm-hmm. the cutscene kind of company. You know, with like, there's a few other companies that are like they were really big with cutscene, like like Konami and stuff like that. But um, like thinking back to things like like Final Fantasy and stuff like that, you know, it's like that's where it shined the game mm-hmm. always like look at like back at final fantasy 7 thinking about the way the fucking game looked and then the way that that cutscene looked at the time was mm-hmm. like watching a a movie yeah it and it's crazy. i mean it's it's good and these guys do the same thing and it is blending well i will say their gameplay yes. is right up there it's almost perfect but mm-hmm. the yeah the length of time i mean they, honestly there's I've seen a cutscene in the first half hour of the game where it's integral to get moving, get some action going, lock players in, uh, capture people that maybe were going to go move on and do something else if they don't get hooked, right? Sure. I mean, I've literally watched uh, a cutscene where there's a character that, like, basically does like a team rocket blasting off again gets rid of other characters and then this character 
stands on screen with their back facing the camera, not saying anything, not doing anything, for a solid like 10 seconds. And mm-hmm. nothing is happening. There's no background sound effects. There's not anything going on on screen to like be a cute joke or anything. There's a scene where Donald is stuck somewhere. Mm-hmm. I'm being extremely careful not to spoil literally anything because I don't want to be killed. Um, <laughs> and like, he's like, hey, get me down. And he's like yelling. And it shows him. And he's like, ah. And then it zooms in. And he continues yelling. And then it zooms in a third time and he goes, huh, and like crosses his arms. Mm-hmm. That's like a 15 second scene. Yeah, yeah. This shit would not fly on a soap opera. It's it's long. Um, but I mean, the worst one is probably in the area. Oh, no. It's probably in like your fourth area. Um, <laughs> oh, I thought I was like, I thought you were going to say like in five minutes from where I am. No, no I'm no, literally no. You, 30 you minutes. A- I'm like, I'm like 42 minutes into the game. You have a little bit, and I understood in the beginning the buildup of watching, like, like of all the stuff. Like, mm. for me, it I didn't play any of that side story shit. I played mm. one, two. I think I looked at, like, Dream Drop Distance or something, and then I was like, yeah, nope, um, and moved yeah. right along. But I understand them, like, setting us up. Like, I'll sit down for, you know, watch a total of, like, 30 or 40 minutes of cutscene within the you know first like hour and a half that i am playing i'm doing quotes playing this game um you know just so other players can catch up and know what's going on and it's also a good refresher for me because it's been like 26 fucking years uh Mm. and i didn't play those side shots so that really works out um but like later on it's a little worse because like like we're past that part you know what i mean Mm -hmm. we're past that long part of like okay we kind of got the setup we have all that so now let's get in and let's play the game and tell me along the way but they are treating it more like a disney movie at some points rather than a uh than a kingdom hearts game yeah, I mean, there's certainly in, in a lot of these cutscenes, um, it's like very close to Pixar level animation skill. Oh yeah, I mean, it looks amazing. The lighting is great. The like I've already said, the textures obviously. The um, animation's really good. Shadows all land normally. I mean, it honestly looks like you're watching a movie mm-hmm. for a lot of these scenes. It's- but it's as if, like, let's say Toy Story one. And I know there's a Toy Story world, so obviously I'm not spoiling anything here. But right, um, like Toy Story one, if it told the exact same story, but the movie was five hours, and there wasn't any extra content, it was just like instead of people like teleporting to the next location, you have to watch them walk there. Mm-hmm. And instead of like everybody going, okay, well I have a plan, and then there's a montage, it shows everything. That's what I feel like. Like it's it's really good, but I'm like. You guys didn't have a fucking editor. Like, it was... I mean, honestly, some of these scenes feel like... They said... It was like Kubrick, and he said, just leave the camera rolling. I want everything. And then yeah. they just never cut it. And they never chopped it. Yeah. And it's like... I, I, it's... It's kind of shocking. It's it's different. Um, and I hope... I hope it gets better as we go. I'm mm. hoping... After you get through... Um, 
the initial like little piece of the galaxy that you're in mm-hmm. at first where you have Olympus where you have like you know the other locations um, that it starts to feel a little better and they treat the gamer like a gamer that's been playing the game yeah. not a gamer that's brand new and has no idea um, but I, I, I don't know yeah, I, I, that's just. I, I'm just hoping uh, that it's not. I don't know. I, I mean, it, honestly, it's one of those things where I'm just going to like play and live with it. <laughs> sure. Like, I mean, it it's is not absolutely not a deal breaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything else stacks up. I mean, that's like what, like five percent of the like one hundred percent of things that are happening, and the other ninety five percent is all really good yep so yeah, yeah i mean there, there's definitely there's definitely that that issue and and i don't mind it and going back to what you said about um you know it being like a movie in mm-hmm. some instances it's better than the movies yeah the animation and the is actually like, higher quality is just a higher quality yeah. than you could expect from like especially i heard a lot of people talking about the frozen world uh-huh. that you know we we saw we saw in all the trailers yep. um yeah i i heard that that's pretty pretty crazy and it looks really good i have yet to get there um just juggling too much stuff yeah. of course um but yeah i mean I, I i look forward to like playing more of this uh you know throughout the next probably month like i i don't think that there's i i know you're going to get metro Mm-hmm. And I would get Metro, mm-hmm. but I, I feel like I have too much on my plate, and I think Metro will be something I'll grab like later. Yeah, um, I'll probably end up grabbing. I'll probably grab Anthem, um, but aside from that, I don't know if there's going to be like I might even skip things that I had wrote down that I like really wanted, like Days mm-hmm. Gone. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. I could see me skipping that. Days Gone is March 5th now? or Yeah. It depends on where I'm at in March on if I get that. Yeah. Game. So, yeah. It, You're it's, definitely, it's, it's interesting. Like, the stuff that's coming out right now is... There's not a lot of things that are coming out that are like... um you know, this is like something that you get in and play like 20 minutes and then move on and do something else. Or, you know, check in once daily for, um, you know, an hour and yeah, play the, a match or two and then move on. Like I everything mean, coming out is huge. Yeah. This isn't like when we got like Spider-Man mm-hmm. where Spider-Man was like, okay, here's a weekend game or mm-hmm. it's like, you know, here's, you, you know, you play that throughout the week or whatever. And right. you're done by... Sunday, if you know, you play the game. You play the game pretty regular. Mm-hmm. Um, these aren't those. Like I've put, King, uh, Resident Evil Two could be one of those, but your first playthrough, you don't want to run through full speed. You can beat the right. game in two hours. Damn. But you're gonna spend probably like ten to twenty hours on your first playthrough, just making sure you have. Mm-hmm. You know, you haven't missed things. You want to kind of like explore everything. At least I do. I don't know about I don't know about the average gamer, but that's what I like to do. Um, 
Welcome the average gamer. Yeah. <clears throat> but that's one of the other things that I've uh, also been playing. I guess that's a good segue. Um, Kingdom Hearts is great. There's a lot to it, of course. Um, yeah. But Resident Evil, for me, is the... Um, Game of the moment? I would say one of the two, of course, mm-hmm. games of the moment. I, there's too much. Like like we keep saying, there's too much. And then we're getting... Oh, God, this things. week. <laughs> um, so... I've, I've pushed forward. I actually did something I didn't want to do. I wanted to play this. I didn't want to... Um, but I didn't want to uh, stream at the time. I had been streaming all day. I wanted to play it. So I created a side save. And I pushed forward. Um, mm. Just to... Because I, I would love to see... Um, like, I, I don't know. I, I would love to see some of my other friends play this. Like, I would love to sit back and watch... Uh, pasty play this uh-huh or it would be really entertaining to watch you play this it would um, absolutely not be entertaining i can tell you right now <laughs> because well it's not the game's not scary it doesn't instill that fear of something like uh like Resident seven seven yeah it has it it has moments where it's startling and it's suspenseful because mm. they captured that um that feel from two and three where you're like i'm not sure if i can finish this enemy before they get to me. I don't know if I have enough ammo to make it through this next area. And I feel like I'm constantly making mistakes. Mm -hmm. All the time. Every single step of the way. And I'm like, I could have saved ammo. And I could have, you know, not been hit by that guy. I could have, if I went left, he wouldn't have got me. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's that constant thing that makes the first playthrough so fun. Um, so, I mean, it, it's like <laughs> at the video we're watching on the live stream, there's just a point where I have zero ammo. Bam. I, I have no shots at all. And there are, uh, those, those dogs that the standard Resident Evil, like Doberman Pinscher zombie dogs. Yep. Um, I pop two of them. I walk out a door and I see two more and I have to go you have to go through this other maze it's it's basically like a maze where there's like block doors and stuff Mm -hmm. Um, you have to go through the kennel where in there there are three more and then into the garage where there are also three more I walked I walked out of the door where the first two dogs where you see the first two dogs Mm -hmm. and they had and I had four shots Yep, that ain't gonna do that. it. <laughs> it it definitely doesn't do it. Um, and not only are like in the old games, like enemies would be stuck in the room. Mm-hmm. They've created um, it, it looked like vents on the ground. They'll break through the vents, like by doors, mm-hmm. and they'll and they'll jump over like block passageways. Yeah, that's dope. To get you. Yeah, it's a big fucking mess. <laughs> Oh, shit. Uh, but it it's it, it is it, it's cool. It's very uh, very like suspense. There's a lot of suspense, and it's a lot of just not knowing. But yeah. it's also a lot of nostalgia. That's really cool. So um, I, I'm pushing right along. I think I'm on like my. I'll be going into my third stream technically. 
or yeah, third stream technically would be like my fourth or fifth sit down play session next, um, which is crazy. I should have probably finished this game already, but we have There's a lot know, going on. Kingdom Hearts. Exactly. Um, and the other thing that I've been playing a lot about, I originally, I, I mentioned it to you, I originally just wanted to play this just so we had the knowledge because it's an article that we have this week. Mm -hmm. um, but I jumped into Apex Legend and I pulled in uh, Pacey Pasta Man and Grimm. And oh, we yeah. were all playing it. And it was, and it's so funny sitting down. Um, what, what was it? Grim wasn't even playing with us. And Pasty said, uh, he, he, he didn't, he didn't say, oh, her. He called the lady, he called the female a bird. And I was like, you that's, piece of shit. That's extremely British. And I was like, I was like, you piece of shit. And he's like, fucking Grim. Um, like, he wasn't even in our group. He was like, it was like yesterday when we were playing with our, uh, one of our other friends. Uh -huh. And um, so that was pretty funny. But it's been pretty good. Like, um, you know, now we have a couple of wins under our, under our belt where mm -hmm. we pulled first place. It's three-man teams. Um, there are 60 people that drop out of the ship instead of the Fortnite or PUBG, like, 100, not, mm -hmm. uh, including you. Right. Um, it's a pretty big map. I think it's called, like, King's Canyon. Um, it has a little bit of everything. It has some desert, has some greenery, has some um, uh, like swamplands, uh, and like the the areas are good. They they have very like varying levels. Like the sand levels ha feel like a uh, like something out of Mad Max, whereas okay. the cool. um, like they have like uh, like some bunkers that feel like. Um, something out of Metal Gear, and even some other areas that Pacey was saying. He's like, this reminds me of, like, Jurassic Park. Mm -hmm. So, a um, cool. lot of variety, three-man teams right now, and that's that's it. You know, you'll, even if you, like, you're solo, mm -hmm. you're still going to team up with two randoms. Um, you do much better by sticking together. It's a hero shooter, of course. Um, so there's a... Uh, for one, for whatever reason, they decided that they're going to have two of each kind of class, and mm -hmm. there is the assault, the defense, the support, um, and then there are, uh, and then there's the the scout, uh, like recon, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, but for whatever reason, they decided to do three assault and one scout class. Uh, interesting. So I, I thought that was really weird. There's only one scout. Um, but like each of the heroes, I guess the legends, um, mm -hmm. they they have they you know they bring something to the team. Yeah. Um, like uh, I, I played um, Wraith for the beginning of the game. She actually can create. She can um, disappear into like a like you see like a little purple streak, mm -hmm. and she disappears and you can't see her. Um, and uh, her like ultimate ability is she punches a teleport so she can create it behind cover and then run oh, into okay. battle and yeah. punch a teleport and it'll bounce you back and forth you know depending on where you want to go mm -hmm. um that's dope yeah the robot guy what's his name pathfinder i think that everyone really likes uh he has a grapple hook that'll allow him to grapple like a roof and pull himself up mm -hmm. fun fact you can take that fucking grapple and hook it into an enemy's chest <laughs> Uh-huh. Okay. Really cool. And his ultimate is he creates a zip line 
for really far distance travel for your whole team. Hell yeah. Um, so he's really good for positioning. And then there's two locked characters. I mentioned all of them. The third assault class, the, mm-hmm. there's Wraith and I think Bangalore is okay. the girl that has like... Um, Bang? She's almost like an off. She's like an officer. Um, and she has like a big bandolier of bullets and stuff. Um, but the other two classes, the secondary... Um, like tank style class like defense mm-hmm. his name's caustic he creates uh, uh like gas traps and he can see through like smoke and gas where mm-hmm. other players can't so he can shoot people like they're like highlighted inside okay. and his ultimate ability he just spreads a uh, noxious gas that damages people that are standing in it um and he can see you inside of it so he's also shooting you while you're taking dot damage um and then Mirage, which was the character I ended up um, unlocking enough, getting enough currency to unlock that character, mm-hmm. and he uh, straight up disappears. He creates uh, like multiple copies of himself, Shadow Clone Jutsu style, um, and uh, nice. He's kind of an asshole. Like he sends out a decoy that looks like your character running in a straight line. Mm-hmm. It tricks people every fucking time. That's funny. Yeah, and then you get the drop on him, um, and his special ability is he creates... It's Shadow Clone Jutsu. It's like 10 or 12 copies of himself. Hmm. And, and are they all doing ball. damage, or...? No, they're all just, like, looking Jeff. around, yeah. like, looking like they're getting ready to, like, shoot or whatever. None of them actually do shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it's, like, the getaway option. You just pop that, and you can escape because you're... Um, you're, you go invisible while all these other oh, that's awesome. are out there. Um, but yeah, I mean, other characters can pop smoke. Others can create bubble shields, um, call down artillery strikes, um, track. Uh, the one scout that we have literally can see footprints. Um, mm-hmm. Pacey's been playing that character. Uh, he'll see the footprints and he'll follow them. And they'll end and there'll be like a, a bunch of crows because he has a crow as a awesome. pet. Yeah, and um, the crows will be on the ground, and then they'll like take flight, and they'll fly in a direction, and he'll follow them, mm-hmm. and it'll lead you. It'll lead you point to point where people stopped and where they went um, within, I think, like a minute or a minute and a half of them being there. So it's pr- so that's pretty cool. All the characters are useful. Um, you know, you drop in with literally nothing except you know your fists and you know you start looking looking for uh weapons and healing items and ammo uh across this pretty big map and it you know it sounds like something that we've had before it sounds like fortnite it sounds like overwatch and it sounds like uh like call of duty's with blackout mode um but it does it like better mm-hmm. than those ones like overwatch is fun but you're kind of stuck with the weapon that you're given, you know? And in this, you know, you can be any character and pick up any weapon. So, um, you know, that's uh, that's pretty um, that's pretty important, I think. Yeah. And makes for a really fun game. Um, we do have an article about this later, so we'll get back to it. Cool. Um, and, you know, aside from that... I actually need to move that around. Uh... I did jump into the Division 2 beta. Um, I did it solo. I didn't stream it. Um, mm-hmm. My end, like, 
the like last thing that I, that I could really say about it, like my final thought, mm-hmm. is if you played the first one, you know what the second one is. You know exactly what it is. They've added a few more new things. Um, they might have tweaked. It looked like they messed with their um, lighting mm-hmm. a little bit, and they've uh, added a bit more atmospheric like fog. Okay. Out, definitely outside. Yeah. Um, inside they um, it feels a bit more smoky mm-hmm. but the engine is a fucking powerhouse like the oh, guy yeah, right snowdrop. now is sh- showing off what the snowdrop can do mm-hmm. and he's shooting glass windows Damn. he shot one spot and it broke out some glass and created a bullet hole mm-hmm. and then diagonal like down to like diagonally to like down and right he shot again and that whole chunk of glass fell out and I was like, "God damn!" And every window is like that. Yeah, it's it. You know, saying that it's the you know the same or whatever is um, a lot of people are like, e, you know, that's probably bad or whatever. Mm. Um, but not necessarily because I mean, the division was good, but the things that were bad about it made it just not fun. Um, Mm-hmm. Going into the dark zone for me was not fun. Having l- your level based on your gear after you get to a certain level, I hate that. That's garbage. Destiny does that, and it's the reason I'm not a big fan of Destiny. Mm-hmm. So it yeah, it's it's the same thing. Um, so if you didn't get a chance to play it and you are interested in it, I would say look up definitely some videos to see what people were you know what people experienced during it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, if you do pick it up, I guess enjoy uh, uh, the division in Washington <laughs> because that's kind of what it is. You just swap from New yep. York to Washington. It's time for a real government shutdown. Yeah, it's not even like like it might have been interesting if you were overrun and you didn't have and you were trying to make your way to the White House. That could have been kind of cool. Like, we need to set up base at the White House, so we need to get whatever's in the White House out of the White House, and we need to establish ourselves as not a government, but kind of, kind of like a government. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. And they, yeah, no, <laughs> you start immediately in the White House and Got you go from there. That's pretty um, cool. I love this pile of trash. No, it, it looks really fucking good the whole game looks fantastic Mm -hmm. um but i mean you're gonna need to grind to get to areas that um you're gonna need to grind to get into areas that you belong in Mm -hmm. and if you don't want to do that and you want to be in an area that you are level appropriate for you're going to need a partner yeah so it's that kind of game. It's you know, it, it's the same as the first one. Exactly the same. Um, I, I'm not. I'm not interested because the level based gear. Like you can get to level thirty, but then there are people that are going to be stronger than you, even though you're the same level because they've got different gear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I mm. ran into a few bugs myself. I was on top of a, uh, like a shipping container, like a shipping crate. That mm-hmm. had a little barricade at the top, and I was shooting guys. They threw a grenade up there, and I was like, "Well, time to get the fuck up out of here." So I dive rolled sideways off the crate, 
-hmm. But instead of rolling off the crate, I hit an invisible wall at the edge of the crate. Mm -hmm. And I rolled through the floor that I was standing on inside of the crate. Um, So now I'm stuck in the crate uh, behind all these other... uh, like objects i can't get out the enemies are kind of coming around and i i waited it out to see you know what the enemy would do and they did they finally started like flanking around and coming to the opening and then i would kill them because you know it once they walk in the opening it's like the only thing i could see right um so you know but they did introduce like some more animals i think in the first one they had like dogs in this one i think they have cats and deer and they have a little bit of wildlife mm-hmm you know, um, but yeah, ultimately, you play the first one, you know what the second one's going to be, and if that's your thing, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The game ended up uh, kind of it did better like long term than you would think. The division. the division, like it picked up a lot of people the longer it went. Yeah, and it just didn't. It had like kind of well, a rough start. It got better because if you tried to run that first uh, uh, incursion, the mm-hmm like basically raid at the end um the first week i don't think anybody beat it for over a day or two yeah nobody could beat it be and they had to cheat to beat it and it stayed <laughs> like it that for it. two weeks yeah. they had to like hide in a wall like they literally just people would go in there and just die but try to figure out how they could break the game so they could kill the enemies because they had so much health yeah um, yeah, that was something that, like, yeah. I don't know, it's like a sort of a fatal flaw in that if you make a game like this, it's going to turn into an MMO one way or another. Like, yeah, all enemies are just health tanks that, like, pump out damage. They have to have a pattern that you can figure out. You have to hit them with a group. Um, yeah. You have to have your right mix of squad types or whatever the fuck. And that's exactly what it is, but instead of, like, where you would usually be like, oh, I have, you know, my party of eight in an MMO, Mm. um, you have four people max. Maybe, maybe even less. Maybe you don't even have that. If you have two, there was no way you could beat that first um, uh, incursion in um, Division One. Not possible. I don't know about now. But I know we struggled with four max level characters who also had already went into the dark zone and got some pretty high level gear, which I also think is garbage that you have to go into the dark zone and play the uh, PvP to be able to continue to play PvE. Mm-hmm. That's fucking stupid. Um, yep. And I'm not doing it. That's why I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> um, between this and Anthem, I would say pick one. It looks like Anthem's going to be less of the bullshit that I hate about The Division. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's no, like, Dark Zone. There's no place you have to go to, you know, gear up. You're going to have your javelin. You can unlock stuff for it. You can do it with your friends. You can do it alone. Um, that sounds more ideal for me. Yeah. For sure. Huh. Um, I, I do want to pop back really quick just because it made me laugh. Um I forgot to mention while playing uh, Apex Legends, they have a they have an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, they have this issue with a uh, okay. So there's a, uh, a a supply ship that flies through the level periodically, mm-hmm. and it's big. From the launch ship, you can actually land on the supply ship, and a lot of people do this, 
and then it's a fucking free-for-all where there's like six teams all fighting on this one ship for three guns Mm -hmm. and everybody else is running around punching um that's cool well we've done that a few times uh when we were playing pasty went down uh and i kneeled down to heal him and uh so how it works is the ship would be the like parent Mm. and then the characters are now partnered to the parent so they're like the children of the parent Mm -hmm. and when you touch your characters down on the ship when you become parent you're moving along with the ship right Mm -hmm. you wouldn't stay in place if the ship was moving that would mean you would be like sliding off the floor right well you're parented to the ship now Mm. well that they, they they did that correct that's awesome but when you kneel down to heal somebody, oh, that other person shit. isn't parented any longer to the ship. So they, like, fly off? So those two people, that the one that's down, the one that's healing, start sliding across the floor <laughs> and through walls until there's nothing. And you're just floating in the air, healing your friend. And then once it hits, gravity takes over and you fucking plummet. Now, there's no fall damage, so that's not a problem. But... Uh, Pacey and I found that out when I healed him and he's like what the fuck is happening and we're just slowly like flying and we were in place but the ship moving away looked like we were flying through the air Um, last night that happened with uh, Tate but I got hit as soon as I started healing him Mm. Um, and it broke me out of the healing and I was stuck in the wall damn so I'm stuck in the wall yeah a little bit to fix still (laughs) <laughs> I'm stuck in the wall. Uh, Tate is now dead. <laughs> R.I.P. Because people killed him, of course. There are a lot of people on the ship. We had one other party member. We had a... Uh, it was a party member that was um, just a random. Um, he was down on the ground, and I kept pinging my location to try to get him to come over. He finally comes over, and he <laughs> brings three fucking enemies. And then it was a it was a thing of these three enemies trying to figure out how they could kill me. And the only thing that could kill me was one of the members was caustic and he could create gas traps and the gas would go through the wall. So he just gassed your ass. (laughs) He gassed me out and I would run back and forth. I had like a little bit of wiggle room to to run. I would run away from his gas and they'd be like, God damn it. And he'd run to the other side and place it. They finally figured it out, but I could (laughs) have won that way. I could have been stuck in the wall, forcing people to just quit. And then once they quit, I would have (laughs) won. Damn. So they have a little bit. To, it was just one little thing that it was. It was funny, and they, you know, they yeah. figured it out. Yeah. Huh. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's basically all I've been doing. I've been, you know, played Kingdom Hearts, Resident Evil, a lot of Apex Legends, very little of Division Two because I got the. I, I played about probably about two hours of it. Got mm-hmm. the gist of it. Um, mm-hmm. Aside from that, nothing on mobile. Pokemon Go. Yeah, I mean, you know, that is interesting how, like, a lot of the big games coming out are, not only are they multiplayer only, but they're games that expect you to play for, like, a thousand hours. And, like, play every weekend. Yeah. And, like, you know, a monthly event or whatever. Division will will be doing that. Um, uh, Probably is already. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, Before it's, it's definitely, out, it's know. definitely going to happen. You know, join us for this weekend to get double experience or join us for this weekend to get this, you know, rare chess piece that's going to make you be able to survive. Mm. Um, 
yeah, not for me. Um, Anthem, on the other hand, I feel I don't know. We uh, like we I, we could be burned by it. Oh, I, like for sure, I'm gonna be burned by it. But if it takes long enough, that's all I need. Sure. Like if I get a good, um, you know, if the story's relatively interesting, which the angle that they're coming from is is pretty cool to begin with like i really like the idea i mean it's you know it's nothing new for bioware to do like a you know ancient world with um you know like ancient technology left by a creator race and blah 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 i mean they've been doing that for like a thousand years right right but the idea that it's all sound based is really interesting Mm -hmm. um everything's like frequency based the fucking uh, like aquarius moms are gonna love that shit (laughs) Um, you know, there's like a lot of like interesting stuff in it. And as long as it's at least relatively interesting that I get, I I get a good feeling out of the core game that I play, I'll be happy. It doesn't have to go on forever, but it is kind of concerning. And I think we have some news stories that sort of talk about this, that, um, a single person can't play like five MMO style games at once successfully. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, that's too much. You, you, so, you would be spending your whole day just doing yeah. like dailies. So you're not going to be, um, you know, nobody's going to be out here playing destiny three Anthem division two and keeping up with their latest expansion on world of Warcraft or whatever. Like it's just right. not, it just can't happen. But like half of the games coming out now are expecting you to do that. Yeah. So, like, and you, you know, have to pick. like Battlefield, I think, has helped to prove that that just ain't going to work. Like, we need to figure out a way to, like, drop game budgets without dropping employee pay, which is what everybody always does. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, maybe it's, maybe we got to break up the banks. You know, You know what I mean? Maybe we have to get rid of some of these huge companies because they're just not working. Yeah, it looks like they're... I mean, we'll be talking about a little bit more of that. Yeah. And uh, it seems like Ubisoft has been kind of the opposite of that. Like, I don't hear about Ubisoft closing studios and laying people off and uh, complaining about these, like, massive underselling titles and shit. Yeah. They're, they do have um, bad business practices as far as, like... I don't know. Like, the, the way that their, like, core idea functions is to pump out a game of all three of our franchises every year and i don't think that's right yeah that's definitely not right but that that's just a quality that's just a bad business practice i mean in the meantime they're treating their employees better than any other studio that i know of yep and they're they're not out here complaining about how customers aren't buying their shit the way they're supposed to or whatever yeah so Um, and um, and i mean well yeah like i said we'll talk about that more their, their games are quality too for the mm-hmm. most part and even if they are pumping out one a year out of the same engine or whatever mm-hmm. the quality is still rather high and i feel like they've learned their lesson from having their game literally break down and just not function at all correct i don't think we'll ever have that happen again with them yeah and even think, when they do i mean they're totally open about when they release a shitter you know what i mean yeah like they won't be like oh well you know customers just didn't get this or whatever like they'll adjust yeah they're get back to where they're supposed to be yeah they're transparent about what they're 
You know, Ubisoft is really good about... They'll release games like Division 1, um, Wildlands, Siege, shit like that, where it starts out really rough. Mm. And, like, the initial launch, the game is not very successful. And then they do a really aggressive pattern of, like, sales and events and they support With it like keep yeah siege was pure shit when it came out like i remember great. people talking about like how it was like a nightmare um like they had been so looking forward to this game and it's just pure shit and they just kept supporting it and kept adding content and kept making it better and balancing 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 and siege is huge yeah now it's it's bigger now than right it's ever been so uh, they are very good at that but I just don't like that style of game. That's like, you know, right. the game isn't the game until it's been out for four years. Yeah. And then if, yeah. you, if you didn't get on board early, then you're never going to like it. Like, that shit doesn't work for me. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's one of those... It's The, the thing is, for, the, for me, is when the game launches, you want that game to be... Like, you want it then. You, you don't want it a year from then. Like, you're not I mean, I want it, it to be something. It. Like... Right. Um, and this does kind of play back into what I was talking about with Inquisition. Like, Inquisition, when it came out, at its core, was good. It uh-huh. the DLC really completed the story, and it and it um, kind of changed maybe the way that you walk away from the game and your feelings on it and things like that. It makes you want to play it again, whatever. But it's not like I would not replay Spider Man. I'm not going to play Spider Man a second time because it's going to be the exact same game. Right. I am going to go play the DLC, which is a totally separate thing. So, you know, there's different ways to do this kind of shit. I think that Sony has proven that you can make a single-player game that's good, that you don't have to lure people back to weekly. Yeah. Or daily. And I want more studios to kind of lean on that. Because this idea that, like, you know, everybody's going to come log into my game at least once a week, hopefully once a day and play for an hour it's just not gonna work it's just i mean there's just too many games that are that you know right if there was one i mean world of warcraft was huge because it was competing against everquest and runescape right so you know of, of course there was it wasn't the first in the field or whatever but it it set precedents that are still used today and it, it's nowhere near its peak like that shit just doesn't work anymore. There's too many. Yeah. All right. Definitely. So let's get into um, the games releasing. Obviously, we've uh, already gone over you know the games with gold, PlayStation Plus, Twitch. Um, I don't think we missed anything from the last week. And Graham's not here to tell me about Cat Quest Three. Right. So, so um, if we did miss something, we'll of course. Um, you know, update that you can check it out check us out on facebook facebook.com backslash mammoth games inc for most of the stuff that we talk about here and more uh, as well follow us on twitter at mammoth games inc so you know when we go live and do this right here hell yeah all right man i know you're excited for the first one yes i've been talking about it already for like three weeks so i'm glad to get here um sid meyer civ 6 expansion uh the gathering storm um so this probably will eventually be coming to like Switch and tablet and everywhere else it exists. But for now, um, we're obviously looking at the PC version. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, it, it's, you know, we kind of talked about it, I think, when it was initially announced. Like, they've always kind of had, um, like, the disaster or, like, 
what you're doing is having an effect on the world kind of built into uh you know earlier civilization games and things right um and this one's introducing a few really big things like uh i forget what they call it specifically but like the world congress the league of nations or whatever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so that's going to be really cool to see uh kind of they're really trying to expand on um the 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 diplomacy uh deal making with other nations and things like that because that's always been kind of a sticking point in civilization it's like the computer controlled characters kind of will make dumb decisions and just like eventually that you know they have like basically a meter in the background that's like when do i want to go to war when do i want to be at peace Mm-hmm. So it's not anything crazy that's going on, you know. It's um, relatively simple. And they're trying to, like, spice that up a little bit and include more uh, penalties and bonuses and things for other, uh, you know, civilizations reacting to what you or other civilizations are doing and things like that. So that should be cool. So how, how, much, how much more are they planning on doing with Civ Six? This should be about the end. Okay, um, so there will be like a, like an, um, like probably like a final, like Civ Six complete or whatever. Yeah, that's gonna be coming soon, I imagine. Um, because like it, it happens to me every time. Like I want to pick up Civ Six, mm-hmm. but I don't want to, you know, get the base game and then get the, you know. DLC in two months and then the other DLC in five other months and then right. and then once you get the last DLC you know then they come out with the complete edition and you're just like well shit I wish I just would have picked that up instead you know it's it's everything all in one place and then it feels like less than a year later nope here's seven we're starting all over so yeah. get the yeah. base edition and it's like it leads me to pick up you know it's very two it's very sims like and then i'll pick up you know civ like five or whatever i don't know yeah it is very much like the sims in that way Mm -hmm. where it's like hey we added everything we've just now hit the point where that we have everything that was in the sims 3 here's one new thing and then uh, sims 5 is coming out (laughs) yeah so i mean they definitely do that kind of thing um it's just the the model of the game basically yeah. I think it works for the most part because it is a game that really sort of assumes that you're doing a lot. Um, it, it's it's just one of those things where, um, you know, you, you play the core rules for a while. You try out the new rules when they come out in the first expansion. You try out the new rules when they come out in the second expansion. Sometimes people will go back and return to... Uh, like a previous rule set mm-hmm. and of course civilization 5 and civilization 4 are still really popular and they still have you know a couple hundred users couple thousand users on steam at any given time right so right. there's definitely that i mean uh i don't think that this is going to go on much longer but yeah you think this will be the last big one and then we'll get i think this is the last big one we might whatever yeah, I think there might be maybe a couple additional... We probably would have seen it by now if there was going to be, but I think they could add a few more rulers. Not new civilizations, but new leaders for civilizations. For civil, yeah. Um, I, I think that would be really uh, interesting because they've this expansion is going to have the first ruler that can 
rule either of two civilizations. It was a queen who was, um, she was queen of England and France. So, in the game, you can choose her and run her in England, where she has certain bonuses, and or you can run her in France, where she has certain bonuses. Um, so that's really cool. Most of the civilizations only have one leader. So, like, Greece has a couple of leaders you can choose. Um, now England is going to have a couple, and France is going to have a couple. That's really it. Like, uh, But they're adding a, a lot of more... Um, you know, like, we've seen certain things like terrain editing, like uh, canals, dams, things like that. Yeah. So, and you're going to have to be surviving, a, you know, a changing world in this one. So, yeah, I think this is going to be, once this one is out, it will be the definitive experience. And I think Civ 7 is probably coming in maybe the end of 2021. Wow, Which seems- is a pretty good run. That seems late, yeah. I feel like it, I I felt like it would be coming early 20, 2020. Well, uh, oh, maybe, uh, sorry, I meant late 2020, early 2021. Oh, okay. um, Civ 6 originally released um, the end of 2016. Civ 5 released uh, in the end of 2010. It's about six years later. Really? Civ 4 released. But I wonder how uh, long. 2005. So it's either five or six years between. I wonder how long they kept up with DLCs, though, in between. That's the other. Yeah, well, I mean. These these expansions have been about one a year. Um, In 17, we had the. uh, Most of the, like. DLC leaders. There was a couple new civs, um, and then the first big expansion came in eighteen, and then this will be the second large expansion in nineteen. So, okay, nice, good deal. So we'll jump forward to uh, Friday the fifteenth, uh, which is where, which is how it's became the new twenty uh, February twenty second. Yeah. Really? Um, First game up for PC and Xbox One is Crackdown 3 from Xbox Game Studios. Whoops. Um, I don't know. I like. We've already heard some negative things about it. I feel like this game's been in development for a really, really, really long time. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I can't say because I never jumped into Crackdown. It's not a game I ever jumped on. Uh-huh. Um, so I can't compare, um, I can't compare the past experience to, you know, the new experience or whatever, but yeah, I mean, it has Terry Crews. That's pretty cool. That's probably the highlight of the game, to be honest. Um, <laughs> gameplay wise, I don't know what we're, what, what we're getting. Uh, it looks like, uh, it looks like Saints Row to me. Honestly, I've heard that it's a slightly better um, Agents of Mayhem. That's how people have been describing it. So, basically a shit game is what I'm saying. Um, R.I.P. I'm very sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Man, I just... I wish I had more information about this game. But I I just don't. See, this... Like, looking at the game... Like, the gameplay and the world... It looks like a really bad version of the game prototype. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically. 
So I, I, yeah, I mean, I don't even know really what the point is um, of like, like what what are we, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. Why is Terry Crews a mm-hmm. a super cop with a jetpack? Um, Great question. I don't know. This it, it seems very gimmicky. Which you are can correct be about that. A good it it could be a good thing. I mean, Saints Row, while it's not really for me anymore like saints row one and two i had some fun with Mm -hmm. um but beyond that it really got out of like hand um and it just kind of became like they knew what they were and that's Mm. fine but i want them to know that what they are isn't for me yeah (laughs) so yeah i don't think this is gonna be for me it's not even enough for me to you know pick up game pass yeah like this is gonna be something that i check out briefly in game pass and be like yep i didn't think i would like this yeah yeah just to get that knowledge of <laughs> right. like what what is what you know what it, what it's all about exactly um but yeah i mean if this is your thing i would recommend just getting game pass pick it up for like if you already have it pick it up if you don't have it spend the 10 bucks check it out if you are interested um don't spend 60 bucks on this one uh, yep, that's what I would say. And we'll move right along. All right, so moving on to Fart Cry New Dawn. All right, uh, so that's where you have Chipotle and... Uh, uh-huh. um, you wake up, <laughs> you go to bed thinking that everything's fine. You're like, you know what? This is this is, this is time is different. It'll be okay. You know? I had the burrito bowl, you know, mm-hmm. extra cheese, a little yep. bit of salsa on the side. Barbacoa. And barbacoa, of course, obviously. And, you know, you're like, you know what? This time's going to be different. And in the middle of the night, right as the sun crests the horizon, new dawn, you hear the the fart cry. The all-for-mighty Ouch! (laughs) And that's where you get the glassy, the the shards of glass farts. And and that's where the name comes from. Mm Mm-hmm. Fart cry new dawn. <laughs> In reality, it's an apocalyptic world where people are dying. <laughs> yeah, exactly like uh, when you take the club out to... When it's 3 a.m. and you take the gr- the crew out to fucking Taco Bell. Yeah, for fourth meal. Exactly. So... Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like... <laughs> you know what? Let's watch this instead. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> I skipped... I, I clicked on Jablinski Games. <laughs> Hell yeah. So, uh, he's going to love this game. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I think Far Cry New Dawn is just too quick from concept to execution. Um, I didn't really like... What was it, 5? Um, yeah, uh, f- 5 was kind of a... I, I liked 5. Um, I didn't like a lot of things they did with it, but mm. as as a whole... I mm. liked what they did with the game. There were some really cool things. Um, we had a uh, like we had a character that like attacked you in a way that you know you normal you're normally not attacked in video games. Uh-huh. He could control you with um, like a certain song. It was basically programmed mm-hmm. into your you were like. Uh, like brainwashed basically yeah you were like a sleeper agent yeah and 
you immediately, literal sleeper agent, you literally would go to sleep. Go to sleep, sound, And then you would wake up and you'd be like, where the fuck am I? Um, you know, stuff like that was cool. I really liked, uh, uh, what's that girl's name? Um, I think her name was like, it was like Hope or Faith or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was like the, the sister that wasn't really a sister because she was brainwashed too. Um, nice. She was a cool character. That whole arc was really cool where they were using like, uh, like a spore to make you hallucinate. That was mm-hmm. airborne. Um, but the other two characters were just garbage. The main villain, trash. His mm-hmm. brother looked exactly like him. Kind of trash. Trash. Um, but the gameplay was fun. I had a lot of fun running around in the universe. And I think I would probably have the same feel uh, with New Dawn. But I New already Dong? did it. New Dawn. Um, Fart cry New Dawn. We've made it, boys. The old ones broke. Um, <laughs> You're telling me. If I had skipped five and just picked this up, oh yeah, I would have the exact same feel as I did with five. Um, Honestly, I feel like this is the Far Cry Primal to four. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like where it, it's actually probably doing some really cool, interesting shit. But if you just play the other one, you're not gonna like it, right? Because it's like I literally just did this. <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, like I'm saving the energy that I would expend on Far Cry New Dawn just for Rage Two. Uh, hell yeah, exactly. And that's my other issue with it is that it's literally just Rage Two. Yeah, but Rage Two is made by like a fucking titan of the industry, which you know may or may not make it good. But yeah, no, no. It, I mean, I could definitely see this being. I could see um, Rage Two being garbage again. Me being yeah. mad again. Yep. Um, but. That's a fucking risk it's, I'm going to take. It's different than what I played like a week ago or whatever. Right. Exactly. So, I, I don't know. Um, well, we'll see what happens when I when I get closer personally to uh, mm-hmm. um, Rage 2. But these two, for me, are, and I think for everyone else, they're too close. exactly the same. Way too and close. it feels like it's fucked up because Rage Two has been thought about. It's been marketed, marketed. It's you know they've done everything in for like a year and a half for a long time. And then Far Cry is like, oh, we could just do that. Oh, we can just reskin this game that we're already working on for you know they're probably making this as like a large DLC like Blood Dragon style. Yeah, yep. And, and that's exactly what it is. It is cheaper. Right, it's, it's forty bucks. It's, right? it's going to be forty bucks. Yeah. But it's because they know exactly what they got. Like, yeah. it's not... So, um, I hope you enjoyed this little conversation we had about Far Cry New Dawn. And what you With do and uh, what you Jack know. Black in the background? With Jack Black. Um, Great guy. Which I'm going to have to go back and watch this whole thing again. Yep. This man... He's just been doing some cool shit. He has yet to play actual video games. Stream <laughs> actual video games. Every week he goes... I'm really mad, guys. I can't get the Elgato to work. And he's having the exact same issue that I had when I was trying to set mine up. It's just, it's, I guarantee it's an audio issue. That's funny. So, if he needs me to go over to his house and help him set it up, I can do that. Uh, But, I would would fly, I would fly out to uh, his house on my own dime to set up his Elgato, I think. Don't say that too loud. He's fucking got the tickets. <laughs> no, I'll pay. <laughs> like, it's fine. No, I mean, he's setting them up now for you to go. Oh, okay. 
Damn. That's funny. That's good. Um, so, I, 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 I support Jablinski games. Uh, Hell yeah. So, get out there and check that out. Uh, the next game that we have, also releasing Friday the 15th, for PS4, Xbox One, and PC, from yeah, Damn Boys at... Uh-huh. N- Where? Namdi Bamco. Alright. I always try to say it backwards, on purpose. Bam Damn Lamp Camp? Because I did it wrong once, and now it's, like, cemented. That's the way it has to be. Right. Uh, jump Force. Uh-huh. What can uh, we make a joke out of this one? Maybe Jump... Junk Farts? Uh, Jump... Dun. Jump Farce? It's a little too easy, that one's, I think. That one's... Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if... I don't love it. Okay, so there is a story to it. There's a story to why all of these characters from the Shonen Jump... What is that? Comic? Magazine? Um comic scene are all in the same place um you do get to make your own character i've tried to play it five different times and never got the chance Mm. um tons of customization the customization looks so fucking good you're gonna yeah yeah yeah, you are gonna get some wild shit out of this so yeah what this game is honestly is um this is like create my anime character the game yeah Um, with with uh, you know your standard um, Dragon Ball Kai overlay, right? Um, it's like everything I've seen looks really good. I wish I could talk about the actual. The visuals are great. Uh, and, like all, like all of the of, like you know textures. There's nothing seems off. The animations look fantastic. Um, everyone looks like it's weird that they've married all these characters that have different style like art styles into one universe and it works yeah. somehow um, it definitely does I think um, like I, I graphically I really like it because they're not really going for realism which right. is a trap that a lot of people would fall in in this case yep um, but on the flip side as I said I've tried to play this five different times um, most yes. most of those times being times that they said, "Hey, uh, why don't you uh, go ahead and jump into our beta?" And I jump in, and it says servers are down. Mm-hmm. And then I try a little bit later, servers are down. And then I like sit there and just spam it, hoping to get in. Nothing happens. It just says it doesn't say that I'm locked out. It doesn't say anything aside from. The servers are down for maintenance. There's no indication that I could get in, that maybe the servers are overloaded. Mm-hmm. It literally says from them, servers are not functioning. And this was like two weeks, maybe three weeks, away from launch. Yep. So um, we'll go ahead and just ready up the article now that people are going to have one hell of a time getting into the servers for this game when it launches. Mm-hmm. Because I feel that coming uh, on the 15th. Yeah. But with that said, being able to create your own fucking Naruto character is Woke. sick. Um, yeah, I mean, that seems really cool. I, I, I'm curious to see what kind of abilities your character can have and what kind of range of abilities your character can have. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to say that they'll have... You know, maybe a couple from each, like, world that you can, yeah. you know, like, get a hold of. But 
Naruto itself is so deep and so ranging. Like, when we were just starting going to college, it was one of the first things that I remember us talking about. Like, Naruto could use a great MMO. Hell yeah. It's so deep, it could have its own game of you creating your City of Heroes and Villains style character. And I don't think this game's going to do that justice. It's not going to have the one thing. Like, you can sure as shit, like, you can pretty much guarantee that you're not going to be able to, you know, control bugs like Shino or, you know, shoot out channels of air out of your palm unless that exact character is in the game which it doesn't look like they haven't seen him yeah Yeah. um so yeah i mean it looks cool on paper it's really cool everything they've shown is really cool Mm. but i have yet to see it in action so that makes me incredibly skeptical right yep we'll see very i'm extremely highly skeptical but I don't know. I'll have to wait. Like, this could be something that kind of comes out. It's kind of quiet for a minute, and the big fanboys get into it or whatever, and then you just have to wait and kind of see if anybody ends up saying, hey, this is actually dope. Yeah. Like, somebody I trust. Sure. That's not, like, Grim. Because <laughs> he'll play it really hardcore for two hours and talk about how great it is, and then he'll fucking sell it the minute I buy it to go play the online minute. with him or something. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Alright. Uh, and then the final <laughs> game releasing, which again was another February 22nd move around special. Yep. Uh, Metro Exodus, which is coming to your PS4, X Boner, and of course the Epic Game Store. You're, the, the, that's, that's right, boys and girls. This is the highlight of the games releasing. That's uh, what I would say. This episode. Yeah, so, um, you know, not really sure how much we can add that we haven't really talked about in the past. I mean... You know, it's Metro, but you're on the surface going around in a train and fucking shit up. So that's, I mean, I'm sold. Mm-hmm. This is something that Graham actually, I think, is really going to like. Yeah, I, I think this is going, like, he's on the fence because he heard that there was, uh, was there, is there a super easy mode for Metro? I, I think so. That's how it's I play like it. Game. It's, it's like. Bitch mode? It's not like. I want to say there's like different, like you know how different. Oh, there's like a survival mode, exploration mode. Yeah, something it's like, like that. Yeah. Renegade or I, I don't remember. He he was telling me he's like, and I don't think the new one has it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. And he's like, yeah. So it might deter me from getting it because it's one of those games for him. He doesn't want frustration. Yeah, hundred percent. I wants agree. To just sit back, enjoy it, and feel like a monster. That's beating yep. the shit out of everything in your path. Um, which is fine. I think that's fine. And uh, there's definitely... Um, I, shit, there's room for that in my life. I know that. Uh, I, I need some of that. Um, mm. But yeah, it looks fantastic. There, Like like you said, there isn't much we can add to... <laughs> yeah, it's looking sick. Happening. I'm really excited to get into it. I don't really know what the like what the real story going on here is. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, you're you're definitely still playing as Artyom. Mm-hmm. Uh, you still have a couple of the other characters that you know and hopefully love. Mm-hmm. And uh, I this is kind of implying that you're doing a train heist to get the train in the beginning, which is amazing. Yeah. 
It looks like you're going through seasons, or maybe you're traveling pretty far. I can't tell. Yeah, I know you're going to be doing a bunch of crazy there. shit. Um, um, but I mean, the the video just swapped from uh, like desert train to uh, urban winter. Mm-hmm. So looks fucking sick. Um, while yeah. leading up to it, um, check out the ATM's Nightmare official story trailer. Um, GameSpot, we're watching it right now in the live stream. And they're they're really good at their trailers. I think oh. uh, I think for Last Light was the one where they had like the like the day that the nukes fell on Moscow and the like plane goes down. Mm-hmm. Um, extremely cool. Yeah, I'm kind of enamored with this fucking trailer right now. Yes, um, it looks really good. Yeah. Also, if you're mad that this got moved to Epic Game Store and is not going to be normally available on Steam, don't take it out on the fucking developers. Yeah. Because apparently yeah. that's been happening, and they're like, guys, this was a fucking publisher decision. Yeah, like, we like we can't. We don't do anything choose about the way that they sell our game in stores. Like, yeah. come on. Our specialty is making the game. Yeah. Yeah, like, so, we made it, and then y'all buy it. Like, I don't know how you buy it, and I don't know how we made it. <laughs> like, just figure it out. And honestly, probably some of them are like, damn it. Yeah. Like, I wanted this on Steam myself. And I mean, it was definitely like, if you pre-ordered it, it was possible. So this is this is what you've been waiting for, the reason to pre-order something. Yep. It's the only way the to make sure you're going to get it. Yeah, this is, this is your... Yeah. Um, uh, this is your clap back to people who uh, say, "Haven't you realized there's no reason to pre-order?" Eh, like sometimes people, there is. Sometimes there is. Sometimes there's a little bit of a reason. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so that's what we've got. We've got um, Thursday the fourteenth, uh, the DLC for Civ Six: Gathering Storm coming out, uh, and then Friday the fifteenth got Crackdown Three. Far Cry, New Dawn, Jump Force, and Metro Exodus. If there's something that we missed, let us know over on Twitter. Uh, over on Twitter, at Mammoth Games, Inc. And uh, we'll try to pop that into next week's show. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, I did add um, a few things under the... Um, under the like alpha demo. Like I did it while we, while we were live because I remembered, oh yeah. Um, Whoops. There is, there has been the demo for Devil May Cry 5 out, uh, I think in a few places. Well, now it's out everywhere. You can go and cool. uh, download that, check it out, and see what we're going to be uh, um, getting our hands on when uh, we do finally get it. Um, and hopefully it sheds a little bit of light on who some of the, like, who the, like, exactly who the other character is, the, mm-hmm. the third character. That's not yeah. Nero and not Dante. Um, I know we've heard a little bit about it, but I, I can't wait to check it out as soon as I get, um, uh, you know, you know, just a little bit of time where I'm not like I need to play this. I, you mm-hmm. know, I have to play this to keep up. Um, so that's something you can go and check out as well. Um, I didn't even drop the article because I'm, oops, a monster. Uh, but Monster Hunter World and The Witcher. You can play as Geralt in Monster Hunter. Nice. Um, Pacey went back and checked all that out, and he said it feels cool. Uh, it was cool dropping um, 
some of the signs on your characters, like Geralt's, um, like Igni rune, mm-hmm. um, and you know, using some of that stuff, it's it, he was like, it's really cool, but the question is why, um, like why why now? Like I, I get it to bring those people in, but once they get through that little bit, what's to keep them playing? Yeah. And for me, I'm looking at it and I'm going, nothing. So, there's nothing to keep me playing. Why should I play this? Because mm-hmm. at this point, I, I, I don't even have it on my system anymore. Yeah. Um, so, it's it's not worth the reinstall for me. But if you still have it and you're still really interested in Monster Hunter World, I think this is a really cool combination, for sure. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, with that said, why don't we go ahead and jump into the weekly news? Hell yeah. So, um, I guess we have a couple, like, business side things. Uh, about half of these are business side things, and we have some general news. So, mm-hmm. um, starting off, we do want to talk about a uh, little Easter egg that Disney has dropped. They said they have a, quote, good relationship with EA. That's not what um, we want to hear. Apparently, yeah. their their argumentation is, is that they don't want to be a publisher. They want to license their shit out. Because, you know, Disney did have bad luck in the past with this, so I, I understand, I guess. Sure. Um, you know, but people, including us, were basically saying, like, yo, Disney, it's time to pull the fucking plug. Like, this shit very clearly ain't working. Like, Right, right. Um, it's time to move on. But, you know, uh, during Disney's, uh, you know, fiscal year earnings call... Uh, Bob Iger said that they have a good relationship still with EA and they really don't want to pr- publish themselves. Um, we're, we're, we're good at making movies and television shows and theme parks and cruise ships and shit like that. That's not a quote. But we've never managed to demonstrate much skill on the publishing side of games. We've found out over the years we haven't been particularly good at the self-publishing side. We've been great at licensing, which obviously doesn't require that much allocation of capital. So they're basically like, look, you guys know how to make a fucking game? If so, let us know. And, you know, we'll take I your mean, money and then you can go make our game. Their, their point is, how can something do bad if you didn't get something? Yeah, basically it's like, okay, <laughs> nothing came out. So you can't say that, like, they've, they've released two fucking games. Like, you can't yeah. say they've been releasing bad games. You may not like Battlefront 1 or 2, but they were good games. Yeah, I mean, they, well... One, for what they were. For... For certain reasons, they were okay games. Right. Like, I don't think I could, in good conscience, say that they were, like, good games. But they were... Or, uh, yeah, I don't know. They were okay. They were like, not bad. They, they, they right. did things wrong that mm-hmm. were, like, pretty big. And, yeah. like, the first one especially was, like, look at the six Star Wars universe. It's going to be, like, Battlefield, but with Star Wars. And that's, like, shit, that sounds cool. Like, mm-hmm. let's run around first person with blaster pistols and lightsabers and shit and, you know, blow stuff up. Let's get in, like, a TIE fighter and fly it into, a, like, an AT-AT. That sounds awesome. Nope. That was not <laughs> the case. Um, you had to, like, wait at a little, like, token thing. You had to wait for it to pop on the map in a predetermined area that it always mm-hmm. pops, so everyone's always going for it. And... uh and then you get in it and you find out that you're terrible at flying it and you crash it into the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But for the people who were a little wise, you could just watch that location and snipe about 60 people as they went to go uh, go get the, uh, the vehicle. Yep. Which, uh, <clears throat> that, that might have happened. Um, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't pick up the first one. The second one was good, but it, it was, of course, surrounded in the loot box fiasco. Right. So That's it was immediately, like, that was immediately a problem. And mm-hmm. I could see EA talking their way out of that with Disney. Like, okay, look, we tried. They never technically did it. They tried in beta, which yeah. is fair because it was testing. So yeah. they tested it, found out it didn't work, and people were already still pissed about it, so it carried over. And, I mean, that's an easy way to tell Disney, look, we never did it. We tried, and we thought we could make a few extra bucks for us with it, but it didn't work. Mm-hmm. And Disney's all about numbers you know they're not really about i mean they're a little better with the audience these days but if the numbers are flowing in properly yeah they don't really give a shit i mean like anything about it yeah and something that is like concerning about the end of this which is something that i've mentioned every time it's come up is that at the end, they say, uh, the publisher confirmed that Respawn Entertainment's Star Wars Jedi colon Fallen Order is currently on track to launch this year. We Ooh. don't have fucking title art. Yeah. There's nothing. Um, but, well, see, I don't know. It depends on how they do it. Okay, so we have a few, op- like, we have a few things. Respawn Entertainment is making Je- uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which I think is a terrible name. Hmm. Star Wars Jedi, like, I don't know. I, I don't like yeah. that. I don't like that they just added Jedi in there just to kind of have it. Right. <laughs> um, anyhow, get, getting off of the nitpicky bullshit. Um, Respawn also just launched Apex Legend. So yeah, well, yeah. I mean, Apex Legend had no like trailer presence. It wasn't it really nothing. heavily marketed. Uh, there was well, a leak that was like, "Hey, this game's coming out," and then they were like, "Fuck it, pull the like pull the trigger, shoot the game out there." Before yeah, their marketing was, yeah, there was pull, a leak. Like, pull the tr- <laughs> their marketing was pull the trigger, right. it's out, go get it, and yeah. we'll talk about how that went out, how that went down here in just a bit. Mm. Um, so I mean that can be that can be successful. And if that's what they're going for, if they go at like E3 or Tokyo Game Show or, you know, something, they just go, oh, hey, so here's everything. And then people lose their shit over it. And then they go, you can go pick it up tomorrow. Yeah. That'll be huge. I mean, they won't. I don't know if that's doable anymore because, like. They won't get an accurate read. It worked. (sighs) I think it worked for Apex because Apex was free. Well, not only that, but it's. It's free. It's something that you you could not have pre-ordered it even if you wanted to. Right. And the monetization is already ready. It's built in. What like, if Fallen Order is a multiplayer based game and it's also free? Then I'll cry forever. Yeah. Um. So that, that's <laughs> always an option. Um. I mean, it, they they could go that route. It could be a multiplayer based game where that is free as well. And. Mm then the story you know you could spend you know 25 bucks or whatever through Mm. the free launcher that everyone can get 
and do that like Fortnite, where it's like here's the save the world, here's the battle royale. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I could I could see that, and I don't look for that to be good for the single player game at all. Yeah, that'd be very poor. Um, but I mean, th- and we're just kind of speculating here on what. Could right. Be. Yeah. Obviously, we don't have any. Yeah. Info no on idea. That. Yeah. Uh, and I, <laughs> well, like we can't even formulate like a, a solid thought because we have nothing. We don't have fucking title art. We don't even Literally know what the logo looks like. We yeah. know what the Star Wars logo looks like, and we assume it might be something related to that. But when they panned to that guy at uh, E3, when Andrew mm. Renee was like, "And you're doing this, right?" and he's like, "And he was uh, like, uh, yeah, uh, uh, kind of like get away from me. I I have nothing to say because I have nothing. Yeah, here's um, have yeah, some change. Go it. away. It's like <laughs> we're calling it uh, Jedi." Um, Star Wars Order of uh, Broken Blade colon the Rectuming. Four. Four. Yeah, it just it, it was it was an awkward scenario. Yeah. Um, I don't think that this one's going to be canceled. But what's worse is I think it's going to do incredibly well sales wise, and it's not going to be what and be bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, the I'm Star- highly worried. Star Wars fans are clamoring for something good. Mm-hmm. I don't think that this is going to be it. I think they canceled the thing that could have been it. In that, in, in that push of single player games are killing us, mm-hmm. which is a general thought at some of these multiplayer based companies. Yeah, Activision um, and EA, especially. Yep. So, I don't know. They need to find that. They need to find that. Um, like they need to find that that problem and like remove it so they have something successful mm-hmm. and i don't think listening to you know everyday joes is going to help i think we need something that fans aren't expecting and something that they've never done before mm-hmm. to make this like work really well but i mean if, if they went the route of doing exactly what the fans want half the fans would be like this is amazing and the other half would be like oh that's garbage this is pure shit <laughs> yeah so i mean and yeah. that's what they're really trying to avoid that's why they're not giving us what we're telling them right know, that we want um it's it's one of those things where like they're it seems like they're really not interested in like doing the fan service as far as like they definitely do the fan service like just look at um you know the the star wars battlefront games but they're not interested in the fan service as far as like hey the fans have been wanting this x style of game like they're making the game that they want to make it just turns out that it's bad (laughs) yeah and like i kind of i kind of think a lot of that has to do with the way that the industry is kind of just like chugging along yeah yeah it's it's become like a I don't know. Like, there's just the the same minds are trying to create too much. They're not letting. We're not getting new, fresh ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I wonder how that will change if you know in the next couple of years we see, uh, like a union set up within video games. Mm-hmm. Of like, okay, well, like what my, what my, does that allow? My job is safe. 
I know that. So now right. I can take my knowledge and I can give it to someone else so they can create something else that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. In their own image, which is exactly what we need. But people are too just kind of ignorant to make that kind of decision. So it, It's like, well, again, we'll hit this later, but sure. um, these companies keep trying to do what they think is the safe bet and it just ain't working. No, no, we can't, we can't sustain on safe bet. You know, mm-hmm. we, we need that out of the box thinking. We need that media molecule, you know, format, you know, right. like where it's like, this is so out of the box. It didn't even come in a box. It's just a random ensemble of bullshit that it's, this is so crazy that it could literally destroy our company. <laughs> it doesn't work, but <laughs> yeah. it doesn't work so well. People can put things together and make something work. Right. Um, so, you know, it. we'll see. Um, they, they need to make that change. So we're kind of bracing for Star Wars Jedi, the Fallen Order. Or yeah. Fallen Order. No, the. Oh, oh absolutely no, the, lad. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So um, a rumor that we usually don't, like, point at. Um, I just saw it on a major site, so it kind of caught my eye. And I was like, huh. Mm-hmm. Um, a... Uh, a patent could point toward the PlayStation 5's backwards capability. Um, The patent suggests that the PS5 would be capable of running software from legacy devices, i.e. PS4, PS3, and so on. uh, This would occur with tech that would trigger the legacy software into believing it was being run on a legacy device. Mm -hmm. This process is coined as processor ID spoofing in the patent. Um, We have no idea how, how... uh, far back this could go if you know if it could reach PS1 and PS2 um, but yeah. I think if they going to PS5 they're going to kind of catapult this forward with what they've done with PlayStation now because they want to make money on it mm-hmm. um, so I, I don't know we'll see um, uh, you know what's happening it's just like a quick patent uh, processor ID spoofing with description that caught my eye um well it's you know it's it's one of those so, things where like you know with the ps3 it was easier to for it to pretend to be a ps1 than it was to be a ps2 right that's right. interesting like why um, is that and i well it was I, like i remember moving forward the problems that occurred into like the problems that occurred leading up to the catastrophic like two-week psn outage uh-huh. That, like will forever live in infamy yeah uh, it like led up or it was it like really what i remember happening was it was having a problem with playstation home mm-hmm. and that was something that they were really really like betting on they were having some of their bigger titles produce content exclusively for playstation home mm-hmm. and you could get like free like dlc through playstation home for the game that's not out yet Right. It was a way to, like, sit down with friends before the game came out and while you wait for the game to come out. So instead of standing in line, it was basically a virtual GameStop line. So you're <laughs> while, while you're waiting, instead of standing in a line at GameStop with, like, 300 smelly people, you uh-huh. could just sit at home and you could converse with these people. Oh, that's cool. That's interesting that you think that, you know, while chatting in a larger group. That's interesting that you think that. Yeah, why don't you jump in and play Dead Island with me? Mm-hmm. Because you're all in the Dead Island room. And, I mean, 
on paper, it's a really cool idea. Yeah, it seems interesting. Um, it turns out there's not really any reason to like put your server through that. <laughs> exactly. It was just too much. It was kind of like they were trying to make this Sims game where you wait for games. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's which sounds silly, but it was kind of fun. Just being able to yeah, it's interesting. Go in like I didn't I didn't converse with anybody in there. I mm-hmm. didn't do anything. I didn't reach you know I I I went in there to check out the space that they gave me my home my home space, decorate the home space, see what that was like, check out the character, check out the stores, and you know wander around and it was kind of cool. It reminded me of like Second Life or something, mm-hmm. and like being able to just kind of do some of those things. Um, from there and get free content. I mean, that was basically what I was there for. So mm-hmm. that that for whatever reason, what they were working on with that screwed with what was happening with the PS2. Um, like basically emulator. Mm-hmm. So moving forward, they don't have home. They have this spoofing. Basically, they're going to run like a legacy emulator. They're going to trick their current software into thinking that it's a PS3 or a PS2 or a PS1. And then you'll be able to play those games. I don't know why they're like, why they're spoofing it and they're not just like they haven't developed software for a good emulator to be placed mm-hmm. within the system. But um, I don't know. It, it, it's something to keep an eye on. Um, yeah. The first sustainable news that I've seen that could point toward... I mean, the patent was filed. The They're not going to put a new processor ID in PS4s. They're going to do that moving forward. And that's, right. that's a guarantee. That's yeah. not a, like, like oh, maybe they might do this. Um, no, yeah, that's not happening. So, yeah, it's kind of the first sustainable news that I've seen about the PS4 that has evidence behind it mm-hmm. or ps5 so that's kind of cool interesting yeah all, all right. right so to um kind of come back to i guess what we were talking about uh kind of teasing earlier um mm-hmm. during ea's fiscal earnings call uh, the cea said that battle the ceo said that battlefield 5 missed its sales expectations so um it came out November twentieth, mm-hmm. and it ended up selling seven point three million. They were expecting a little over eight million. Imagine selling seven point three million copies of something at sixty dollars. Hold on, let me do the math so I'm properly pissed off about this. Yeah, we want to be pissed off in the right way. So, seven point three times. Let's just, I mean, let's give them the benefit of the doubt. $60, right? Mm-hmm. Um, $438 million. Is that right? Did I do that right? I don't know. Times 60. Yeah. $438 million. Okay. How much are you spending on these fucking games? Yeah. <laughs> the, the thing that blows my mind is... They have all this tech. They have all the tech. I mean, Battlefield uses the Dice Engine, mm-hmm. and this isn't graphically. It might they you know they might change like 
some of the like ambient occlusion. They might change some of the textures. They might change some of the, you know, they're going to need new assets. They're going to need, um, but like, why are you building it literally from the ground up every time? If that's the case, if they're spending $8 million to mm -hmm. make this video game, they have to be building it from the ground up, right? Uh, every time. You would think. and But there's no way they're doing that because they have their engine. They didn't have to build the engine again. Yeah. They added a new tool to the engine maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's like not only that, but so what – are you saying there was no work from, you know, like Battlefield 4, Battlefield 1, uh – Star Wars Battlefront 2. There was no work from that that was able to... that you were able to do anything with? Yeah, you, there was no work that you could have taken from Battlefield Hardline and put really? into 5. Yeah. I I am calling bullshit. <laughs> exactly. Uh, like, I would say there's probably a healthy amount of stuff from that. Whether mm -hmm. it's... Okay, so maybe not the asset, but you already have the material in Engine for trash yeah you might have to remake the trash the like like make like the plastic bag or whatever that sits on the ground but mm. you still already have that glossy black material that you use on 40 other things you just add some roughness to yeah it's crazy there is no way so i hope that they release another battlefield and it fucking tanks and <laughs> It causes these guys to rethink what the fuck they're doing. Battlefield's right. a good game. It like it, it's it's a great game, but why are you spending so much money on it when you don't when you don't need to? Yeah, EA doesn't keep people around. They they don't they're not they don't do the Ubisoft thing. You know what I mean? No, I mean the the amount of people that EA lays off at any given time is fucking astonishing. Exactly. When your game's done, well, time to get out. And not yeah. to mention the people that are contracted. Yeah. So, I'm confused. Mm -hmm. that, that's, that's where it's like, there has to be, there has to be something that they can do. And, like, I don't know. The, like, I, I think the worst. I think, okay, well, CFO Blake Jorgensen or whatever, like, he took a pretty healthy cut of that money probably huh mm-hmm like well we hear know. about this shit all the time and i mean we're gonna hear about it with activision here in a minute where yeah. like oh hey we just gave our uh you know executives uh combined like you know 300 million dollars in bonuses oh and we're gonna lay off for 70 people yeah yeah let's just jump right into that all right so let's well, jump right into it transition um, right on into yeah the so um reported by kotaku here uh, Activision Blizzard employees are bracing for mass layoffs um, yeah. this upcoming week. Uh, potentially, yeah, um, yeah, potentially hundreds of employees are going to lose their job Tuesday. Yeah, um, we have yet to hear like what the plan is. Um, I, I don't think that there's a uh, like an official like word or anything from uh from anybody at like 
Activision or anything, but the news comes after a tournament this year for the publisher, which consists of two entities, Activision and Blizzard. Both Activision and Blizzard operate, um, but are governed by the same C-suit executive, including Bobby Kostick, whose salary in 2017 was roughly $28.6 million. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, we're talking, this is, this is a big thing. Um, this is, you know, Diablo and Call of Duty. This is Overwatch, and um, I, I don't really keep up with Activision anymore. But you know, they Call used Duty. to they used to have a lot. They used to have a <laughs> lot more. You know, they used to do um, the uh, like X Men Legend games. They used to do. Are, are they are they helming um, the new Ultimate Alliance game? Or who's uh, technically doing that? Ultimate Alliance? I don't know. The Ultimate Alliance coming out for the Switch? That's uh, Nintendo. Nintendo's doing the whole thing? I think so. Interesting. Because I think Activision used to do it. Um, yeah, I think so. But, yeah, I mean, they used to have, like, Neversoft and a bunch of other stuff. But, I, I don't know. They've really... I wonder if they've kind of just, like, pigeonholed themselves with let's get blizzard spend a bunch of money on blizzard i didn't even notice that a lot of their games were like going mm-hmm. you know what did they have they had what call of duty they have they had um bungie they had right yeah the destiny i can't even think of anything else right now which is kind of worrisome i guess but yeah. uh I guess all the money they would have spent on other titles kind of went into people's pocket, I guess. Um, yeah. But the the more worrisome thing is this is going to affect Blizzard. Um, yeah, Blizzard has not released a new game since May 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, they have been doing like expansions and remasters and stuff like that. Um. I don't know. I mean, even Blizzard is, like, cutting back. Like, they've not stopped Heroes of the Storm, but they're saying, like, our eSports shit's done with it. Mm-hmm. We're moving on. We're going to still allow the servers to be open. And I even look in the next, like, year and a half, we'll hear that that's going to be shut down. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. uh, in the end here, they've said uh, Activision, meanwhile, has also been struggling. Last year, Call of Duty's Black Ops 4 was successful, one of the best-selling games of 2018, according to NPD data. Mm-hmm. But Publisher lost one of its major franchises uh, after Destiny 2's Forsaken expansion failed to meet Activision's lofty expectations. Um, and I look at that, like, with that one, I look at it and go, I feel no... Remorse. Like, remorse for that fucking failing. Like, I, I can sit back and I can say, good. Because, fuck those guys for hoodwinking people the way that they did. Um, it just... Like, how, how did... How did several... How did the the town that uh, that we worked in... How did all of our store managers come back and say that Destiny was... Uh, they said they all came back and said it was an MMO, right? Yeah, yeah. And we were like, okay. And they all came back and said, oh, you'll be able to go to every planet. We saw it. Mm-hmm. 
from a conference. And it's like interesting. Yeah, I mean they were lied to, right? It, yeah, I mean or if it were... was if it was our one store manager that we worked for, the one that you worked for the entire time, I'd be like, okay, well, okay, that's yeah. just him. But it was also. My, like the store manager when I moved, that store manager, and right. then the one across town that yep. one of our other friends worked for. So it's like, huh. That's yep. interesting. And even, like, I was even told the same thing by our Sony rep mm-hmm. uh, that came into the store. So, yeah, I, I, I feel no. Um, they're obviously promoting their game one way, and it's very, something very different. So. Mm-hmm. That that's why like even Pacey is like you know I'm kind of interested in getting getting into Destiny too just giving it a shot since it came out for free, and I was like, good, no thank you. Mm. I don't even want like I have it free. I think I'm like three different places now, but I'm still just like yeah. <laughs> gross. Um, yeah. But you know that sucks for those um, people you know losing their job. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know the thing that we always kind of like end up mentioning is it's also an opportunity mm-hmm. i mean yeah when anytime you see these these big studios go down it seems like a bunch of people go make new indie studios and they get some pretty cool hits usually yeah we get like the 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 customer gets something that they might not have um like if they had stayed that we probably wouldn't have seen mm-hmm. um as well, they get to flex their creative muscles a bit more. Like breaking out of that that um, AAA studio shell of going in, like going to work, sit down at meeting, go mm. sit down, do work, deliver stuff, go home, and doing that rather mm. than okay, I woke up, um, I don't know what are we gonna do, and then you sit down and you actually talk about what you're gonna do and you make it happen. Yeah. That's very, it's it's very different. Like, it's going from, you know, uh, robotic to organic. It's, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, definitely, you know, good luck to those guys. I'm pretty sure the industry will eat them up with all of the talent that is going to probably be purged from Activision. Yeah. And, um, you know, subsequently Blizzard. Um, so... I, yeah, I, I look forward to what news we get off of off of this. I'm, I'm sure we're going to get some pretty cool stuff. So hopefully, I can't, I can't wait to hear about it. Yeah, and it's it is really interesting. Like we look at these companies that are the biggest companies in the industry, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, well, we we just can't sustain something like this." So yeah. It, well, okay, like you did it. Like nobody made you make this game, and then also like. If you can't do it, that means nobody can do it. I mean, right. uh, you know, what else is there? Mm. Than a company that can write a blank check for something. Like, Destiny 1. Like, yep. that the marketing behind that game was fucking amazing. Yeah. Especially considering that it was marketed better than the actual game was. <laughs> yeah, it's not... I mean, you don't get it every day. You don't get it every year, even. Where it's like, here's a game... That's going to change the game. It's mm-hmm. it's so big that it's like like I'm tr- I'm trying to think of a game that did that when I was a kid, like Super Mario sixty four. Mm-hmm. It was like such a big game, 
that it's like it's Mario, but it's like new Mario. Mm-hmm. It's not that regurgitated two D bullshit that we've been fed a million times over. Like right. it's in a three D space and it's doing something new and it has different commands. Like it's like, and we were all, and you know, hype could have been a part of it, but hype is irrelevant when literally the people that are making the game are telling you this is what it is. Mm-hmm. It's it's it kind of goes into like a fucked up like like gray area where you don't want like I don't know, it makes me wonder like why companies even talk about their game and why they don't just say here's this and mm-hmm. then radio silent. Yeah. I mean you're going to get your, like... But with most games, you're going to get your trailer. That's a gameplay trailer. Or, um, uh, like, a trailer. You know, official trailer. And then you're going to get a gameplay trailer. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know why that's not just it. Yeah. Like, I mean, so far, Cyberpunk's done the right thing. We got a, you know, like, teaser image in the beginning. Long wait. We got mm-hmm. a trailer. Shorter wait. Yeah. 45 fucking minutes of straight interrupted gameplay. Now it's time mm-hmm. to go back to work and finish what we're working on. Yeah. I think that feels right to me. But they did this a very different way where they were very... Kind of the same way that we saw... Like, as much as, you know, I enjoyed the game, um, No Man's Sky. You know, people thought it was something else. hmm So... Um, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully these guys find what they're looking for in the end. Yeah. Cool. Let's move right along. Huh. So uh, this one's kind of, you know, just kind of quick. Uh, nothing major here, but it kind of signals a, I guess, a, a thought process direction. Uh, Microsoft Studios has rebranded as Xbox Game Studios. Um, so this yeah. is kind of following their, um, you know, the move to, like, really double down on the... I guess, um, you know, the, the Xbox brand, mm-hmm. um, it seems like, you know, we had been, I don't know, we, like Xbox game center is what like media center became right on the windows yeah. 10 and yeah. things like that. Like they've been moving in this direction. Now they're going to put, um, the Xbox, uh, live app. We're going to talk about that spreading. Uh, so, mm-hmm. you know, they're, uh, they're really like doubling down. I think they see games as a, a a great spot for creativity and you know making more money and everything. Yeah, I mean, why don't we just jump right into that? Um, okay, just kind of skip around. Yeah. Um, just skip so yeah, they are. Oh boy, this Windows Central article. Isn't it um, just terrible? Microsoft is bringing uh, Xbox Live cross-platform gaming to Android, iOS, and shockingly, the Nintendo Switch. Yeah. So I really feel like these guys have Nintendo and um, Microsoft have sat down and they've said, "Look, you know, we decided let's do this with Fortnite," mm-hmm. and the, like it, like they weren't paying. Like it's not that they weren't paying attention. You know what I mean? They right. saw the response and they saw the pressure it put on. Right now, the biggest gaming giant in the business. Mm-hmm. I mean, Sony is definitely the gaming giant right now. They've got the lead sales. They've got, you know, 
I mean, we're we're kind of hitting a little bit of a dry season for their games um, yeah. because one of the games got pushed. But um, I mean, they're definitely that they're the entity in video games right now on console, mm-hmm. and they got together and they're like, "Did you see?" For sure, they're like, "Did you see the way that it kind of pressured them to do something different?" Mm-hmm. Why don't we keep that up? Like, why don't we keep up the keep the communications open between Nintendo and Microsoft and we'll, you know, get the fans on board with that. And that's a smart move. Mm-hmm. Very smart. Yeah. Move. So, you know, they're they're trying to I don't know, they're trying to get more um more eyes on their shit, basically. Is what I see. Yeah. Um so I mean what does this exactly mean though? Uh, that's the question. Like, yeah, so, like, what what is going to be, I, I and, yeah, that's the question. What is going to be offered? What will mm-hmm. I be able to do uh, Microsoft-oriented on my Switch? Mm-hmm. So, I, I'm pretty sure we'll hear um, more about it. Um, yeah. You know, moving forward, I was just trying to, like, kind of kick through this article and see um, what's available but I feel like it's going to be uh, very much like indie sharing mm-hmm. between I mean Xbox could benefit by getting some of these games that uh, Nintendo has the indie rush that they've got of games and I mm-hmm. feel like Nintendo could benefit um, from some of the player base from Microsoft, so it, it's it's an interesting. I think they both have things that they can gain. Um, yeah, I do want to go back to that Microsoft Studio rebranding and just look at the game studio lineup for the Xbox Game Studio. Um, In Exile mm-hmm. is huge. Ninja Theory, Obsidian's huge. Um, Undead's pretty big. That's pretty cool. Um, I mean, there's a decent amount in here. But the two that really stand out in Exile and Obsidian are going mm-hmm. to be reasons to own. I mean, and then Ninja Theory, of course, are going to be reasons to own whatever Xbox or Microsoft's doing with Xbox moving forward. Mm-hmm. Like, it, like in Exile has made a lot of really good stuff, and like I'm still currently playing um, Wasteland Two. And yeah. if you've seen anything from Obsidian about uh, this month on Game Informer, it's all about um, the Outer Worlds. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you go and check that out on their site and just kind of get excited for the thing that they're doing with that, moving forward, I'm really excited to see what Obsidian has to bring to the table. And that game, the Outer Worlds, isn't even here yet. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Cool stuff. Yeah. All right. Uh, so we'll get back to Apex Legends a little bit. Their numbers are off the chart. Um, this article coming from Forbes, they hit 10 million players in 72, 72 hours, uh, which crushed Fortnite's record. Um, it's It took fatter, uh, Fortnite Battle Royale two weeks to hit 10 million players. Um the genre was far less established back then, of course, and every day since launch, Apex has crushed that. Um, 
I don't know if this is true. This is what I saw. This is what um, kind of happened to mm-hmm. us yesterday. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but there was a spike yesterday in people playing Apex Legends on PS4. Um, the spike kicked us out of the game and it wouldn't let us back in. There was just too much going on. So I went to Twitter and they said, oh shit, this is across the board. Uh, our servers just got bombarded with people and, mm-hmm. uh, it, and, and it couldn't handle it. New mm-hmm. users, like things that they couldn't gauge, you know, new users coming in and old users all currently still playing overloaded the server and dropped it. And more so, right when that happened, uh, Sony got hit. I don't know if it was be you know, if there was like maybe repercussion of this, but Sony's um, chat service or social feature of creating a party and being able to chat also mm-hmm. dropped at the same time. Interesting. And if that's if that's true, and and all that lines up, which it happened within. I'm talking 10 minutes of each other. Yeah. Um, Apex Legends caused Sony's communications to, <laughs> to overload and not be able to handle the amount of people that were there. Um, after uh, just eight hours, they had one million downloads, which is Damn. which was crazy to read in general. But then after 72, I'm hitting 10 million. If we go back, what was that article? Um, Battlefield. It was Battlefield we were talking mm-hmm. about. Um, it and quote from this Game Informer article about Battlefield uh, that said EA touted that 27 million players have played Battlefield games over the past year yeah. 10 million people in 72 hours played Apex Legends damn that's a set of numbers Jesus um so, uh, moving forward, they have uh, already talked a little bit about Apex Legends um, setting up a... Uh, um, well, let me try to find it. Um, they've set up like a little roadmap for mm-hmm. what the plan is moving forward. Um, let me load up the image and I'll slide it over. Uh, it's coming from Eurogamer. Um so it looks like um, in March they're going to drop a battle pass. I'm not sure how it's going to work, if it's going to be you know strictly paid or if it's going to be kind of like how Fortnite has their stuff laid out where they um, – uh, where if – you know, like the first one you'll probably have to buy into or if you have enough of this currency that they have in game, maybe you can just spend it on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping that's the way it goes because that gives – uh, th- th- that gives you two different ways to do it. I don't have time to sit down and play all, you know, play this game enough to get the battle pass for free. So I'm just gonna, you know, spend the money and they're gonna make some money, or they're gonna get those concurrent players constantly playing their game trying to grind for the battle pass. Mm-hmm. Um, so they said that there are four seasons in 2019 arriving: first in March, then one beginning, second season in June, third in September, fourth in December. Um, they'll be three months long. Each season offers its battle pass. New legends, which are uh, new legend, uh, Apex legend character classes, and new mm-hmm. weapons and loot, all rotating. Um, the thing that I'm hoping for as well is them to announce um, like new maps 
because this map is fine. Um, but the thing that it does that Fortnite didn't do is they named their map. Their map is called uh, King's Canyon. Mm-hmm. Why would they name it? If it's the only one. If it's the only one. Fortnite didn't name theirs. You know, it's just like the Fort. It's a map from Fortnite, and it's ever evolving. So, I mean, they could go the ever evolving route. Kings Canyon could just continue to evolve, but, um, you know, who knows? Mm-hmm. So we will, uh, we will see. Their numbers are fucking staggering, and uh, and yeah, uh, pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Alright. How many more do we have here? Um, so, Telltale and Ubisoft. Speaking of what happens when a company goes down and you move on to, like, you know, employees come out to go make new stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Telltale and a couple uh, Ubisoft um, Ubisoft that? employees have formed... A team of four Telltale alumni formed Ad Hoc Studio to carry interactive narrative into the future. Uh, three members of the team departed Telltale in February and joined Ubisoft. Um, the other one was at Night School Studio after he left Telltale in 2016. So, um, you know, Crunch is something that they're directly looking into. Um, let's see. Uh, Minecraft Story Mode, you know, came through with Telltale's involvement. They kind of talk about some of the history of Telltale and some of the other stuff. Like, they talk about Bandersnatch, which is inspiring these guys in a way. Uh, it was the Black Mirror, like, interactive game thing. Right. So that's pretty cool. I'll have to see what comes from them. I mean, it's definitely, you know, really talented employees came out of there. And just kind of, that was it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, that's pretty they, cool. They do have a quote down here saying, um, having to pitch something that ultimately 50 people need to understand and approve means a lot. Uh, means a lot of the more adventurous or risky ideas often die early on. Um, but we like the idea, uh, if it's just the four of us, we'll be able to confidently wade deeper into more unfamiliar water. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, you know, that's good. Um, you know, we'll see, I, I hope we see, um, them stay away from things like, like big names and big like titles and kind of create their own stuff mm-hmm. with it. Um, because, you know, The Walking Dead, they picked that up in its heyday when it was huge. And they started rolling with it, like, almost immediately. Um, so it, it kind of... And it grew into being something too big. And then they yeah. just started going crazy. You know, like, let's get Batman. Let's get, you know, all these other, like, Borderlands. And... um. I think staying away from that's kind of a good idea. Uh, what's that company that's making all those shorts? Um, uh, like, I'm a big fan of them. They made uh, um, Until Dawn. Uh, oh, I know who you're talking about. So yeah, Until made, Dawn, the shooter. They made the VR game. Super They've massive. really been focusing on VR. Super massive, exactly. Yeah. Um, and those guys, they're doing something really interesting that I hope these guys kind of take note of, and they do something in a different direction with you know this narrative, where mm-hmm. Supermassive does the exact same thing. It's this narrative, um, but they're going down this more like spooky route, which mm-hmm. is really really good for for me. That's amazing for me. Um, yeah, and 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think there is room for a lot more of this, like, narrative, um, th- this heavy narrative, like, hang on, you know, because it's going to be a wild ride kind of game. Um, yeah, I can't wait to see what they do with this. Like, yeah, it's going to be really, it's going to be really cool, mm-hmm. I think. Hell yeah. Cool. Um, so, classic... Uh, Bioware Black Isle. Mm-hmm. We're looking at. Let's see. Speci- I know they had a list specifically of what they were talking about. Um, Baldur's Gate, Baldur's Gate Two, Baldur's Gate: Siege of Dragon Spears. That was a DLC for Baldur's Gate One. Uh, Icewind Dale, Planescape Torment, Neverwinter Nights. Mm-hmm. Um. So. They have been uh, Canadian studio Beamdog has been remastering classic RPGs uh, for modern PC. Mm-hmm. Um, so far, the team has remastered, like you mentioned, Baldur's Gate, Baldur's Gate Two, um, uh, Siege of Dragon Spear, Icewind Dale, um, Planescape Torment, and Neverwinter Nights. Um, now, thanks to a partnership with Skybound Studio, which is interesting, or yes. Skybound Games. These games will make a way to consoles later this year. Um, so Skybound is kind of making some interesting moves. Yeah, um, I mean, they picked up, uh, you know, they completed the, well, will soon have completed the uh, Walking Dead final season. And they're releasing it physically. Right. Which um, was something I was like, that's not going to happen. Uh, but it mm-hmm. looks like it is. Um, so that's pretty cool. Uh, so Game Informer here went on to say, it's probably safe to assume that PS4 and Xbox One, um, it'll be released on at least. Whether it makes it to Switch is another question. Um, some of these games, I'm not sure if it would feel great on Switch, and I kind of wonder if it'll feel good on Xbox or PS4 as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Baldur's Gate, I think, could be fine. I don't know. Maybe. It, it could be. Um, yeah. But... Uh, Skybound did say that it'll be answering those questions in the coming months along with revealing what you can expect to find packed in the boxes. Um, So it's something that we'll be looking forward to. Um, You can go follow Skybound and Beamdog over on Twitter to get all of the information. Um, The update was Skybound Games has clarified that these titles will be coming to all three major consoles. Um, So that was the the big update, yeah. So it Mm -hmm. is coming to the Switch as well. Um, which is something that I feel like you and I have been talking about for a long time that mm. these games need this is them going is this worthy of our time to right. make maybe something new um, mm-hmm. so I urge everyone to go buy this so we can get something new in the Baldur's Gate universe <laughs> yeah really that'd be fucking amazing so yeah I mean it definitely signals like you know, companies know that there's a big interest in these older games. And, like, it, it is kind of a safe bet to be like, okay, this sold, you know, throughout history, this sold, you know, 7 million copies. So if we remake it, we'll sell, let's say, a quarter of that. And I'm happy with that. Mm-hmm. So, you know. For sure. And Could the last cool. thing that we do have is kind of a conclusion. It's not really. Like, when we want 
Okay, so when we say we want a conclusion to something, we want all of the info. And mm-hmm. this isn't that. This is part of the info, though. Uh, right. We talked about a few weeks ago um, The Witcher author receiving, adi- uh, requesting additional compensation from CD Projekt right. Red yeah. about his work on uh, The Witcher and uh, selling it to him. Um, and go ahead and say that name. Go ahead. Andrew Sapkowski. I mean, I got the Sapkowski Andre? 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 I have no idea. I mean, Polish? Those, like... The ZJs? Or, you need a ZJ, is what happens. Yeah, ZJ. Gotta, I have 20 bucks. Slavic, Slavic languages are really ZJ. tough for me. <laughs> um, but, yeah, back in October, we learned that... Um, he was demanding sixty million from CD. Got him. Um, <laughs> when originally he got a fix sum of around it was around nine thousand three hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> yep. Um, and that was all because he was saying, "Look, how could I determine that these guys who have done nothing before?" How 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 could I have guessed that they would be successful? To be successful in anything at all, um, right? And everything I've read, he was kind of a dick about it. It kind of feels yep. like that way. Well, also he apparently he just doesn't like video games. Like he thinks video games are dumb. Which I mean, not wrong. Um, he's not wrong. Um, but <laughs> it's what we do. So shut your whore mouth. Um, right. That's exactly what I said to him. It's exactly. What, I looked him right in the tits and I said, "Listen." Let me see these the bad boys. Um, but, yeah, I mean, so I think it's really like, I don't know if my pride would be able to do that. Mm-hmm. If I said, I think you guys are going to fucking tank, so give me my fix sum right now. Mm-hmm. And then years later turn around and go, oh, I was really wrong. Can I, uh, yeah, can I go like- ahead and get some more money? Yeah. That's fucked up, right? Well, good guy, CD Projekt, was like... Sure. Okay, sure. We want to have a healthy relationship with you. Um, and it, it is it is good, and it's awesome that they were like, yeah, let's maintain this healthy relationship. They did mm-hmm. not say how much. They offered a counteroffer, which was probably like... Five I'll give you 20 percent. bucks, bitch. Yeah, 5 or 10% of what he wanted and i do Probably, find it yeah. funny that he's demanding 60 million from hey, man. uh you gotta add, you gotta go big you go why, big or go home bitch why didn't he go hey speaking of that can i get this chunk of money and then mm-hmm. royalties on this yeah why wouldn't you just say why wouldn't he go that route because that's going to be more yeah, in the long know. run so yeah I look for this article to crop back up in twenty years when they when we have Witcher forty seven. Hey, wait a minute. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> My dad made this game, and uh, that's funny. <laughs> so it's it's uh, <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous. Um, yeah, it's weird. But it was really cool to see them go. Okay, so here's something. you know here's something. Um, so with that, I would love to hear how much that was. Okay, so originally. His original deal, they gave him a little over nine thousand dollars to. to <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was under a ten spot. <laughs> Guys, just throw me a tenner is all I'm asking for here. I'm asking for a tenner. How many zeros you want on the end of that? 
Um, ten. De- no, ten. That was what I was. I saying. said. I said ten. No, Literally, I, ten. I said ten. Um, but yeah, it, it's cool that they were like, okay, let's keep this relationship good with him. We'll give him something. I wonder if he's kind of pissed. If we got the actual numbers, we we would more like be able to accurately gauge if the guy was pissed with the counter offer and if mm-hmm. he just took it or whatever. Um, but them offering him anything and not telling him to go fuck himself. Yeah. It's pretty cool because yeah, I, that I mean, means if he creates anything more, they can mm-hmm. be like, hey, let's strike up this new deal. And I, I, I don't know his status within writing, if he's still, you know, writing stuff in the Witcher universe mm-hmm. or anything. Um, but if he is, I mean, that's like a free like source for CD Projekt, basically. Yeah. Like... He didn't sell the entirety of the rights, did he? Or did he just I mean, sell? Did I he sell like three books or something to him? It, it, it it's tough. Like, you know, the games are not directly based on any book, so it's not that. Mm-hmm. Um, the the games are also. Um, I, I believe what I heard was that it was for a trilogy. So they basically games. bought the characters and the universe Uh uh-huh and everything else was on them the story was on them they didn't he didn't pull this from one of his books Mm -hmm. so that's interesting so uh it's probably smart for them to do that Mm -hmm. just to continue yeah so you know i mean they wanted a good relationship honestly he like this is one of those things where you know when they initially were getting the license or whatever like he should have had a lawyer on hand that was like yo <laughs> maybe say this for the first game maybe say hey i'll take a deal right now of ten thousand dollars or whatever and then um let's revisit this for the second game or something well yeah like come back to me when the second game hit Big yeah game. i mean but he sold you know at least a trilogy to these guys for not even enough for a business startup in America. Right. So, huh. Interesting. Like, $10,000. I don't even... That, that couldn't get... Where I live, that could not get you very far. Uh, right. At all. So, damn. <clears throat> all right. Well, that That's looks like, weird. Yeah. Did you have anything else to add to uh, the end of that? I mean... Um... Yeah, I mean, I'm glad they, I'm glad they did something. Mm-hmm. Um, he definitely deserved more than ten thousand dollars for that, probably. Oh, for sure. But, but I mean, he's the one that he he signed on the fucking dotted line. He, but you yeah. can always, especially in Europe, you can always go back and fight this shit and try to get more. It's, but I mean, the thing is, if he would have said, if if it just would have been okay, we're gonna give you this much, and he went, okay, I want my just, I just want a lump sum. And it mm-hmm. wasn't the fact that he didn't believe that they could do something with it. Right. That's the kicker. That's the punch in the stomach. So it's, you know, it's, he got to give them a middle finger. Beautiful. They gave him money. He gave them a middle finger. They did something really well, which was, again, a bigger middle finger to him in the mm-hmm. end. And then he came back and asked for more money. They're giving it to him. And now the ball's in his court on whether he wants to give him the middle finger again. Yeah. 
So, so we'll, we'll I mean, have to and ultimately, it doesn't matter. They're not even working on something Witcher-oriented right now. Any, I mean, they might be. They might be in the early stages of pre-planning, you know, whatever's next. Yeah, but, I mean, we're, you know, they have um, Thronebreaker, they have the Thronebreaker. card game. They yeah. have the card game ongoing. That's probably why they wanted to keep him happy. Because if Sapkowski really wanted to, he could probably say, you know, I did not uh, give you the rights. Like, these are additional games. Like, that's sure. why I say I'm pretty sure it was a trilogy is what they got the rights for. Mm-hmm. So... Because it's cropped um, up after they came up with Thronebreaker or whatever. Well, you know, the the card game is technically... Uh, it's it's technically part of well, did the, the, the main game. I think one of the big questions would be, is did he create Gwent or did they? Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, Gwent obviously is a Witcher game. Yeah. So you could argue that either way. But it was but part of did three. Did they create it based and off is, of... is Gwent original enough? I would say probably is, right? Like, if I take the... If I take, you know, the Witcher... The 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 characters, change their names, change their looks, and change the world that they're in, and make my own custom story, that's a new video game. Even mm-hmm. if the gameplay mechanics are similar... And or even, so similar to even the if almost all the characters identical. are exactly the same. They just look different, and they have right. different names. That's still different. I agree. So, I don't know. It, it's interesting. I, I think ultimately we need to read these books and find out what. Well, I've got the books, baby. Uh, what Sapkowski was doing with mm-hmm. the books, and what CD Projekt Red took from it. Yeah. Yeah. How many books does he put out in The Witcher? Three, um, three short story collections and four main books. I think it's a good amount. Yeah, he ain't lazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe he's just an asshole. It depends on how long, <laughs> it depends on how long, he, how long he took to make the. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, he might be a George R. R. Martin type. We have no idea, do we? Lur, 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 and then here come dragons. Nope, it's just a floppy wiener. Damn. The dragons do have floppy wieners, by the way. Do they? Just Yeah. I don't know if you know this, but... Big ol' hangers. Yep. All right. We're going to go ahead and leave it there. We made it, boys. We made it. We made it to the end of the show with only... We made it to the end of the show with minimal hog references. So Mm. um, that is your gift for the week. You're welcome. You're fucking welcome. You are welcome. This was tough for us, but we made it through. And... um, Mm-hmm. You know, I'll say it. I'll say it. I'm proud of you. I'm proud. You know, of you it, it was it was something that every day I wake up and I think, is today the day? Yeah. That I make it with minimal hogs. And today was the day. Today was one of those days, but the day's not over. Never know what's coming up, right? The night's exactly. still young. Exactly. All right. Never with, know what's just around the corner. <laughs> with that said, guys. Uh, head over to facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. Check all the top news and video game stuff there. Follow us on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. So you know when we go live, we thank all you guys for the likes, comments, follows, shares, and all of that. Thanks for hanging out for the podcast. Until next week, have a good one, guys. I am Night Swarm. And I'm Filter Cord. Later, guys. <laughs>